Many of you probably know this verse, so you can repeat it after me if you like. Tatikshava Karunika, Tatikshava Karunika, Surda Sarvadehinam, Ajata Satvata Shanta, Ajata Satvata Shanta, Sadhava Sadhubhushana, Sadhava Sadhubhushana, Tatikshava, Tatikshava, Tolerance, Karunika, Merciful, Suhrada, Friendly, Sarvadehinam, to all living entities, Ajata Satvata, Inimical to none, Sat Santa, Peaceful, Sadhava, Abiding by Scriptures. Sarubhushana, adorned with sublime characteristics. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Ki. The symptoms of a sadhu are that he is tolerant, is merciful, and friendly to all living entities. He has no enemies. He is peaceful. He abides by the scriptures and all his characteristics are sublime. A sadhu, as described above, is a devotee of the Lord. His concern, therefore, is to enlighten people in devotional service to the Lord. So we'll gradually go through this. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare So Prabhupada mentions here that a devotee's concern is to enlighten people in the devotional service of the Lord. Now people are in more or less darkness, the darkness of uh, material existence. So this knowledge that we're going to distribute today and that devotees are distributing all over the world is meant to enlighten people. Yeah. This knowledge is very, uh, is very powerful. And it's described that Krishna, he's compared to a sun. The sun is very bright, just like now. It's a nice, bright, sunny day. Nice day for Sankirtan. Hopefully it warms up. <laughs> a little chilly out here. So. But the, the sun is naturally, it brings light. So this knowledge that's given to us by Krishna is meant to also enlighten us, to bring us out of the darkness. 
So people are also also ignorance as compared to to darkness. So this knowledge is meant to bring people out of ignorance. And what is the main ignorance? People are thinking that they're Croatian, that they're American, that they're a man, that they're a woman. This is uh, this is illusion. This is ignorance. Deep down, we're all spirit souls, eternal servants of Krishna. So this is the uh, purpose of this uh, distribution of knowledge. See, if you get knowledge, it's natural that if you get some knowledge, then you distribute it. Just like in the science field, they get some some realizations and they write their realizations in books and they distribute the knowledge. Otherwise, it becomes forgotten. Of course, a lot of the science theories, we wish they would become forgotten. Yeah? <laughs> because a lot of this is so much nonsense but this knowledge is very valuable and therefore uh, it's meant to be distributed and that's the uh, uh, desire of the devotees that this knowledge be distributed widely for people's enlightenment so Prabhupada goes on to say he knows that without devotional service to the Lord human life is spoiled. Spoiled. Just like if there's some food that's left out of the refrigerator, it becomes spoiled. It's no good. You throw it away. So this human form of life is meant to be utilized in the service of Krishna. And if we don't, utilize it in the service of Krishna one's human life becomes spoiled, wasted and this human form of life it's actually a very rare form of life uh, there's so many forms of life, 8,400,000 different species so to get the human form of life is very rare, so many different species and finally, so many people, they're getting the, the human form of life and they're wasting it. They're wasting it. They don't know, as Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, they don't know what to do. They don't know what not to do. Just like us also, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what was right. We didn't know what was wrong. We had some vague idea. It's like people now, there's some vague idea. But... Krishna comes and he gives a very clear understanding what is right, what is wrong, what we should do and what we shouldn't do. So these books that we're distributing, they're, they're actually, Hare Krishna, they're guides for the human form of life. It's like if you, if you go to the store and you buy something that, uh, that needs some putting together and to put it together it's not easy so, so there's there's an instruction manual if you buy something that's not easy to put together there's an instruction guide so the human form of life is not an easy thing to get together 
it's not an easy thing to to uh, to understand of, you know, why we're here. Prabhupada said an intelligent person has three things. Why am I here? What's the goal of life? What happens at the time of death? So unfortunately there's not much guidance in society for answering these questions. But we have now this very valuable knowledge by which people can understand the answers to these very important questions. And by following the instructions of Krishna, their life comes together. Life comes together. And they can attain perfection of the human form of life by following this uh, guide given to us by Krishna and by Srila Prabhupada. A devotee travels all over the country from door to door preaching. Be Krishna conscious. Be a devotee of Krishna. Don't spoil your life in simply fulfilling your animal propensities. Ahara Nidra Ahara Nidra Bhayamaitinamcha Samanyameta Pashabi Dharanam Dharmohitesam Avikovisheso Dharmanihina Pashabi Shamana that the human beings and the animals, they have four activities that are in common. Eating, sleeping, mating and defending. But in the human form of life, we have a big brain. And the big brain is meant to inquire about what is Dharma, what is our duty. And if the human being doesn't inquire about this, then he's like a polished animal. Prabhupada said that the, the dog, he's running down the street. Four paws. The human being is driving down the street. Four wheels. Mentality, the same. Just how to eat, sleep, make and defend. When I was recently in uh, Belgrade, distributing books with Dharma Das, uh, I was telling people the goal of life is not just to eat, sleep, mate, defend, make money, and die. But it's meant for inquiring. You know, what is what is life about? What happens at the time? So many people are taking books. It's a good line. You can use that today. It's a good line. The human form of life is not just for eating, sleeping, making, and defending, and dying. But it's meant for more than that. So many line, nice lines that we can uh, say from reading Prabhupada's books. So also in the Sriman Bhagavatam it stated Neha Yat Karma Dharmaya Na Viragaya Kapate Natirtapada Sevaya Jivan Api Mutovisaha. 
If one's work does not bring one to Dharma, if one's Dharma does not bring one to renunciation, and if one's renunciation does not bring one to devotional service, then one is considered to be dead, although breathing. Powerful statement there. So what we have throughout the world now is we have a lot of people that are dead, but they're breathing. Because they're not engaged in devotional service. So this process of devotional service is meant to bring people alive again. We're trying to help them rise from the dead. Just like us, we were also out there just engaged in these activities. We were dead, spiritually, practically. But now, by getting these books, we come alive in devotional service. So the purpose of this book distribution is to, to help people come alive again in their service to Krishna. And then they become very happy. They become bright faced. Prabhupada was in Boston. And one priest told to Prabhupada, he said, you know these boys you have, they're all our boys. And they weren't interested in God at all. And now they're mad after God. And they're bright-faced. How do you do that? People are surprised that Prabhupada was able to bring people out of so much darkness and, uh, and inspire them to serve God, to dedicate their life to the service of God, to work hard for God, no salary, with no salary. It's amazing. So, this is the purity of Srila Prabhupada. He was able to convince so many people. Just like before Prabhupada went to America, there was already so many Bhagavad Gita. But nobody became a devotee of Krishna. Nobody. Then Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita goes to America and so many thousands of people become devotees of Krishna. Why? Because the previous Bhagavad Gita's that went there, they were Bhagavad Gita as it isn't. <laughs> and now we're getting Bhagavad Gita as it is. <laughs> Prabhupada's given us the real the real message of Krishna. Because there's no selfish desire. See, Prabhupada is so humble. This is why he had so much success in spreading Krishna consciousness. He was so humble. Many people would tell him, though, after there was so much success around the world spreading Krishna consciousness, many Hindus would, would tell him, oh, you're doing such great service to Krishna. It's just amazing what you've done all over the world. You've spread Krishna consciousness. 
So Prabhupada was speaking about this in class. And he said, people are saying like this. But in his humility, he said, actually, I'm damn fool number one. But they're saying that I'm having some success. Why? Because I haven't changed anything. I've given the message as it is. He said, I'm just a messenger. He said, I'm a peon. You know what a peon is? Mm-hmm. Just a messenger. So this is the humility of Srila Prabhupada. And this is why he had so much success. He didn't change anything. He gave the pure message. And he was pure. He didn't change anything. But he expanded so much realization in the purports. Prabhupada's purports are just phenomenal, amazing. So when we give Srila Prabhupada's books to people, we're giving them the realizations of Srila Prabhupada. We're giving them the, 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 the absolute truth given to us by Krishna with realizations by Srila Prabhupada. So, uh, many people today, they're going to be very fortunate because who knows for how long, millions of lifetimes, they haven't heard about Krishna. So now, so many people are going to get books and they're going to get a chance to hear about Krishna and get a chance to become enlightened and bright-faced. So this is the results of this transcendental knowledge. Many results. Some of the results. So Prabhupada goes on to say here, human life is meant for self-realization or Krishna consciousness. But what are people mostly thinking this human form of life is for? Sense gratification. They live for sense gratification. But life, human form of life is not meant for sense gratification. If they live this life of just sense gratification, then when they die, they have to again go through this cycle. They have to continue the cycle of samsara, of birth and death. But if they take to self-realization, they can get out of this uh, this mess of repeated birth and death. And the human form of life is the loophole. Do you understand the loophole? Loophole? It's like a loophole. Anybody understand? How do you say it in your language? It's it's the it's the way to escape. It's the loophole on how to escape from the cycle of birth and death. But if they don't utilize this human form of life in this way for self-realization, they got to continue and suffer more and more. So much suffering. So we're trying to bring them out of this suffering 
condition and, uh, and invite them. When we distribute books, we're inviting them. It's an invitation to the spiritual world. It's a ticket to the spiritual world. Now, generally, tickets are expensive. You know, and I'm traveling around the world and it's very expensive. <laughs> but here we have a ticket. These books are tickets to the spiritual world. And how far away is the spiritual world? Very far away. <laughs> so Lord Chaitanya has come and he's, he's slashed the prices. <laughs> he's reduced the prices. Very cheap. What, what kind of Lakshmi do you use here? What's the name? Kula. Kuna. 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 So you, how much do they pay for a, for a book? Twenty kunas for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 20 kunas for a ticket back to the spiritual world. <laughs> so Lord Chaitanya is very merciful. So if someone gets a book and they follow the instructions, then they got their ticket. That's their ticket back home. So Lord Chaitanya is very merciful. Just like I was reading, Lord Chaitanya was in in South India. He was traveling around South India, actually all over India. He went up to Vrindavan and Bangladesh and South India. And it's described that he was sprinkling the minds of everyone with transcendental love of Godhead. That's Lord Chaitanya. So he's still doing that. By this book distribution, believe it or not, we're still sprinkling the minds of everyone with transcendental love of God. Because this means that they're getting an opportunity to hear about Krishna. That purifies the mind, sprinkles the mind, cleanses the mind of the dirt that's been there for only Krishna knows how long. So this book distribution, it's all about purifying. We're helping them become purified, and we get purified as well. Srila Prabhupada said, this gives impetus, this book distribution gives impetus for us to be Krishna conscious. It's like today you're going to go out, and you're all going to pray. I hope. <laughs> because it's all about prayer. Book distribution is all about prayer. You pray to Krishna. Krishna, please. Help me to be an instrument in your hands. Help me to have compassion. Help me to understand that there's a soul within this person beyond this body. Help me to understand that reality. Help me to give this knowledge to that soul so it's all about prayer so you're going to go out and you're going to pray to Krishna you're going to chant Hare Krishna Hare Krishna so for your benefit you're going out to preach us for their benefit so it's, a, it's called a a win-win situation you can't lose. And even if if one of you goes out today 
and you don't distribute one book. I hope that doesn't happen. But it may happen. But even if that does happen, still, you win. And I'll tell you a nice story, a nice Leela of Krishna in this regard. Before the battle of Kurukshetra, Krishna went to Vidura. And he said that he's going to try to convince Duryodhana and Dhritarashtra to avoid the war. Let's just separate the property even the property evenly and this is to avoid the war. So Vidura said, Krishna, please don't do it. Because they're not going to listen to you. And they may even be offensive to you. So then Krishna said, the wise have said that anybody that goes out of their way to perform a virtuous activity, even if they're not successful, they still receive the merit. You got it? This one is difficult. Oh, okay, so go ahead. I'll wait for you, go ahead. Okay. The wise have said that anybody that goes out of their way to perform a virtuous activity even if they're not successful they still receive the merit. So this book distribution, Prabhupada says, is the, is the, is the best welfare activity for human society. So it's a very, very virtuous activity. It's a pious activity. This word pious, I looked it up in the dictionary, it means, it means uh, devoutly religious. It's, it's devoutly religious. So it's a very religious activity. It's a very spiritual activity. So even if you don't distribute one book, still Krishna is pleased. You know why? Because Krishna is a very good boss. And therefore his name is Kartam Isha, which means the boss. <laughs> and he's a good boss. His only concern is that you have the proper mentality. <coughs> what is your intention? If your intention is, is sincere, then Krishna's pleased. Doesn't matter what the result is. Krishna's pleased. Because this is what's, what is most important. And even many of us we had our mothers tell us when we would uh, give a gift to someone. And they would tell us, it's the thought that counts. Right? Here also? Yeah. It's the thought that counts. People are pleased by the nice thoughts. So, Krishna is also pleased by this desire that we have to give this knowledge to others. Of course, we should pray very sincerely to distribute books 
And man proposes, God disposes. So if we have this sincere desire to give Krishna, Krishna will send people. See, Krishna has this uh, mystical ability. Yatra Yogeshvara Krishna Yatra Partha Dinojira that he's the master of mystics. And therefore it's not uncommon to have experiences that are very mystical. For instance, sometimes people will come this way and I'll speak to them and they'll get a book and they'll go back the same way. <laughs> Generally when people walk this way then they continue walking that way. Right? But they get a book and they go back the same way. Right? <laughs> Why do you go... <laughs> and sometimes they say while we're distributing a book to them, they, they say, you know, I never come this way. And as I was coming this way, I was thinking, why am I going this way? I never go this way. And then after they get a book, oh, that's why I came this way, to get this book. So even the karmis, sometimes they, they experience that there's something mystical going on here. <laughs> So, yes, Krishna likes to fulfill the desires of his sincere devotees. So, Krishna will send people. And therefore, there's one purport where Prabhupada says, Krishna, upon seeing the sincere efforts of his devotees to spread Krishna consciousness, inspires the, devote, the non-devotees from within to go to such persons and receive Krishna consciousness, to receive this knowledge. So, uh, Krishna likes it when we want to help others. And if we have a strong desire to help others, to give this knowledge, He's going to send people to you to get books. And you'll be very pleased. It's like I can tell you personally, my most wonderful experiences in this life have been on book distribution. You see people walk away with Prabhupada's books, happy to have them. Gives a good feeling to the heart. Very satisfying to the heart and to the mind. So it's a, it's a wonderful activity. And now I heard you have this monthly, every every month you have this yes. Sankirtan festival. And uh, if, you, if you get into this book distribution, you might find yourself wanting to increase and do more. Vaisheshika Prabhu, he started this monthly Sankirtan festival. And what happened is devotees start getting a taste for book because it's such a wonderful activity. So then they started the weekend wars four times a month. And then what happened was is some of them started going on book distribution after work. 
And some of them were just hankering. They, some of the, a lot of them couldn't do that after work, but they were just waiting for the weekend to come. Because that was the, the best part of the, of the week. It's distributing Prabhupada. It's so enlightening, enlightening, ecstatic. Now we have devotees that have been distributing books for over 40 years. There's one lady and uh, she got a book in 1971. She read this book and she was like, wow! This is amazing. She was, and she was thinking, I gotta let people know. I gotta let people know about this, this good news. But she had never heard of the Hare Krishna. Somehow she got the book from some friend. So a couple of weeks later, she she ran into some devotees who were also distributing books and she got some more books. And they told her where the temple was. <coughs> so she visited the temple and, and she liked the whole atmosphere and the devotees. She was visiting a lot. And, and then she heard about book distribution. And then she thought, ah, that's the way to spread the message. So she joined the temple and she's still distributing books 46 years later. Daivi Shakti Maharaji, powerful devotee. So, it's natural you get something nice. You want to share it with others. So therefore it's stated in, in the, also in the Srimad Bhagavatam, similar to this verse. Titikshaya karuniya maitra chikila jandasu samatpena chasharvatma bhagavan samprasiddhati That Krishna is very pleased when his devotees approach others with these four qualities. Tolerance, first one. If we're not tolerant, you cannot have compassion. And compassion is the next one. You have to be tolerant. Some people that you're going to approach today, they're going to say no. Not interested. But don't worry, that's the worst thing that's going to happen. <laughs> so it's not that bad. And it's good. Because this helps us to become tolerant. So when they say no, you should thank them anyway. You should thank them just as though they had taken a book. Because they're helping you become tolerant. And tolerance is not an easy thing. We have our false egos. It's the false ego that doesn't like the nose. The soul doesn't mind so much. It's that false ego. <laughs> so, to get many no's is good for the false ego. It brings it down. It helps us become humble. So tolerance is very important. And today it might be a little chilly out there. Of course, you're all from Croatia. This is nothing for you. 
This is full-on winter for me. I'm in California. This is like freezing out But for you, this is nothing. So, tolerance, compassion. Pray for compassion. It's not easy. Compassion is a very... It's a rare quality to have in material work. Because Krishna says, all living entities are born into delusion, bewildered by the dualities arising from desire and hate. So we're born in this world with, with, with desire and hate. Hate means envy. So compassion is, is directly, directly opposite. So when we go out, this we're, we're, we're building up our compassion. We're praying for this compassion, and compassion is a very, very beautiful quality. It's a wonderful quality. And we're here, here we have this ISKCON society all over the world because of the compassion of Krishna and his devotees. Krishna has many qualities, unlimited qualities, and each quality is deep, like an ocean. But of all the qualities Krishna has, the one quality of compassion stands above all the others. And that's why Krishna comes. And uh, we're part of Krishna. So we also have the qualities of Krishna. So that compassion... It's there also within us. And as we continue on engaging in devotional service, this compassion comes out. This natural quality comes out. And the more we pray for it, the quicker it's going to come out. Man proposes, God disposes. He wants that compassion within us to come out as well. So tolerance, compassion, friendly to all living entities. When we go out there, you should approach everyone in a very friendly way. And what I find on book distribution is a lot of people, they, they take the book just because of the, the demeanor. You understand demeanor? The, the mood, yeah, the mood of the devotee, the friendly mood of the devotee. And even in America, they have a saying among the salesmen that you're not selling the product, you're selling yourself. So it, it's the person, it's not so much the product, it's the person that inspires the other person to take. So, therefore, we should approach people in a very friendly way. Approach them like they're old friends. And, believe it or not, they are our family members. Because everyone is part of Krishna. So you're approaching your family member that is kind of gone off into Maya. You're helping your family member back to Krishna, back to our father. 
And then he says, Samatvahina, which means seeing everyone equally. So we should approach everyone. Don't think, ah, that person, he's too fat, he won't take a book. <laughs> no, that one's too ugly, he won't take a book. <laughs> no, he looks mean, he might hit me. <laughs> no, approach everyone. Everyone, of course, if you have a lot of people coming, you're going to have a hard time approaching everybody. <laughs> you can't talk to everybody. <laughs> so you can, there's, there's, there's a saying that the face is the index to the mind. So sometimes you can see people that are a little more pious just by looking at their face. As you distribute books, you get more and more, you get better and better at that. And especially, you know, young people are generally more open to hearing something new. You have a young person coming, you have an old person, you approach the young person. Oh, that's a, although that's a general rule, it's not always like that. Sometimes the elderly person is nicer. You know. I've, I've seen this happen. That a, an elderly person is coming and a young person is coming. I approach the young person and he's not interested at all. There's another devotee down the, just down from me. He approaches the old guy, and he's very enthusiastic and takes the book. So you never know. But in general. So let's continue with this uh, amazing purport here. Human life is meant for self-realization of Krishna consciousness. These are the preachings of a sadhu. He is not satisfied with his own liberation. He always thinks about others. Wouldn't it be nice to always think like that? Always think of how to help others. So Prabhupada's revealing his, his mood here. He's always thinking about others, how to bring others to Krishna. And Prabhupada actually told the devotees, we should always tax our brain on how to help people, how to help people come closer to Krishna. Prabhupada was very expert. Fortunately. He is the most compassionate personality towards all the fallen souls. One of his qualifications, therefore, is karunika, great mercy to the fallen souls. While engaged in preaching work, he has to meet with so many opposing elements, and therefore the sadhu, or devotee of the Lord, has to be very tolerant. Someone may ill-treat him, because the conditioned souls are not prepared to receive the transcendental knowledge of devotional service. They do not like it. That is their disease. So people are diseased. So this is the medicine. It's like, you know, we were diseased. Still we have some disease. We're not completely healthy yet. But we're taking the medicine. We're becoming healthier. 
So we want other people to also take this medicine and become healthy spiritually. These, these uh, temples that we have, they're like hospitals where people can go and they can learn how to become healthy again. It's like the main disease in the world right now. Anybody know what the main disease is now in the world? No. Real disease. Real disease. Real disease. Depression. Similar. Stress. Stress. There was one devotee that was distributing books and she approached one man and in the conversation she asked well, what kind of work do you do? he said I work at a pharmaceutical store and she said oh and, and what medicine is, is selling the most? and he said Malox do you know what Malox is? Malox is, is a is a is a medicine <coughs> that, that people take that have ulcers. You know what ulcer is? Yeah. And ulcers come from stress. So she told the man, you better take one of these books or you might be taking this uh, Maylox also. <laughs> and he said, oh, okay, all right. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, this, and devotees naturally are very peaceful because of taking the Krishna consciousness. And therefore, devotees are told quite often by people whom they distribute books to, they say, you know, from talking to you, I've become so peaceful. And then the devotee usually says, Yeah, you read these books, you'll become peaceful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the devotees become very peaceful. Krishna Bhakti Nishkama Ateva Shanta Bhukti Mukti Siddhikami Sakuri Ashanta. This is in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that devotees are very peaceful because they have no material desires. But those persons who have so many desires for sense gratification or they want liberation or mystic perfections they cannot be peaceful because they have selfish desires so book distribution it's a, it's a, it's a very selfless activity you don't get anything out of it, out of it. we're all going to turn the, the Lakshmi into the temple today right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you hear that, right? <laughs> so you don't get anything out of it. Except for the good feeling that you've done something that's pleasing to Krishna. And to people that haven't heard of Krishna. So it's a very selfless activity. It's a nice activity. And the more we do things that are selfless, the more we please Krishna. Yes, Krishna also, he's very selfless. He's very humble also. Like there's one pastime of Krishna. At the Rajasuya sacrifice, 
the Pandavas were doing different things. They were inviting people. A lot of people were coming for this Rajasuya sacrifice. And uh, Karna, he was in he was in charge of Pandavas and also the Kauravas in general. They were giving, doing different things. And Karna, he was the most he he was the best at giving charity. And Bhima, he was in charge of the kitchen. <laughs> he was giving prasadam yeah. and taking a little bit here and there too. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody was doing different things. Does anybody know what Krishna was doing? Krishna was washing everyone's feet. And many of them were, were enemies towards Krishna. But Krishna wasn't an enemy towards anyone. He's very humble. He's selfless also. There's no enmity. He's, uh, therefore, it's stated in the, in the Bhagavad Gita that I envy no one, nor am I partial towards anyone. But one who renders service to me is very dear to me. So we want people to to come in contact with Krishna. So then their life will become sublime. So I'm going to finish this paragraph and then if there's any question or comments. He is merciful because he is the well-wisher of all living entities. He is not only a well-wisher of human society, but a well-wisher of animal society as well. Excuse me. I'm trying to find it here. Oh. It is said, Sarva-dehinam. You see that Sanskrit there? Sarva-dehinam. Oh, it's down there. Uh, maybe I missed something. Oh, I missed something there. No, oh, yeah, no, I did. No. It's, a mi- it's a big, big paragraph. Uh-huh. We can start here. Okay, well, let's just finish it. Lord Jesus Christ was crucified by the non-devotees. Uh-oh. I lost the verse. Oh well. Okay, here. Is that where we are, Lord Jesus Christ? Okay. Lord Jesus Christ was crucified. Haridas Thakur was, was caned in 22 marketplaces. And Lord Chaitanya's principal assistant, Nityananda, was violently attacked by But still they were tolerant because their mission was to deliver the fallen souls. One of the qualifications of a sadhu is that he is very tolerant and merciful to all fallen souls. He is merciful because the well- he is the well-wisher of all living entities. He is not only a well-wisher of human society, but a well-wisher of animal society as well. It is said here, Sarva Dehinam, which indicates all living entities who have accepted material bodies. Not only does the human being have a material body, but all other living entities, such as cats and dogs, also have material bodies. The devotee of the Lord is merciful to everyone, the cats, dogs, trees, etc. He treats all living entities in such a way that they can ultimately get salvation from this material entanglement. Shivananda Shane, 
one of the disciples of Lord Chaitanya gave liberation to a dog by treating the dog transcendentally. I'll tell you one nice little pastime of Prabhupada. Prabhupada was at his... Uh, there was a mango grove that Prabhupada would always stop at before he would enter into to the Armayapur project. So he was at this mango grove and there was good mangoes there. That's why they stopped there. So devotees were taking prasadam and some dogs came and devotees started throwing rocks at them to keep them away. And Prabhupada said, what are you doing? And Prabhupada started throwing them japata. <laughs> the dogs were much happier with Prabhupada. <laughs> so this a devotee is merciful. He even wants to give the mercy to the dogs. Imagine such mercy, getting a japati right from Prabhupada's hand. You know? they, they definitely got a human birth in the next life at least. You know? And probably got a chance to take devotional service. There are many instances where a dog got salvation by association with a sadhu because a sadhu engages in the highest philanthropic activities for the benediction of all living entities. Yet although a sadhu was not inimical towards anyone, the world is so ungrateful that even a sadhu has many enemies. See the So do we have time for questions or should we should we have questions? Yeah, of course. Okay, should we have? Anybody have maybe we'll take one or two questions if anybody has. If not, maybe everybody's hungry. Oh. Yeah. So one yeah. thing is tolerance. First thing is tolerance. First thing is tolerance. Second is compassion. Compassion. What are the other two? Yeah. Friend, friend to all living entities. And the other one is anybody remember? Seeing everyone, seeing everyone equally. If we approach others with that, those men, Krishna is very pleased with us. And, and book distribution gives us an opportunity to practice. Because if you're just around your house, you don't have to tolerate tolerance too much. You know? Unless you have a wife that's real difficult or a husband that's real difficult to deal with. And, you know, then you got it a little bit. <laughs> but usually you divorce those people anyway. <laughs> so book distribution, it's a nice uh, field to practice these things that are very pleasing to Krishna. Okay. You have something? Yeah. What is the difference between selfless service and the service uh, for our own um, interest or anything? Well, if we're serving for our own interest, then it's not really selfless. We're, we're doing it for something. Just like... Go ahead. It's like sometimes devotees go on Sankirtan, but they don't turn the Lakshmi into the temple. They put it in their pocket. So, so it's, it's, it's book distribution, and, and, and they're helping people. They are helping people. No doubt. But it's not completely selfless. Like many of us here, we started out, and we were on book distribution, and every 
dime that we collected went to the temple. It's really selfish. But even then, sometimes there should be some selfishness. You, you try to get some name, some fame. So there's also subtle selfishness. So to be completely selfless, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. That's okay. Prabhupada said that's okay. Because you're maintaining your household. At the same time, you're helping the conditioned souls hear about Krishna. That's all right. But it's a little more difficult to be completely selfless because you're thinking of paying bills. <laughs> right? so, whereas if someone's going out uh, on book distribution, living from the temple and giving everything to the temple, it's, it's a little easier to be selfless in that situation. But not, it's not impossible for a householder to go out and, 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 and do selfless service, just, just mainly think of, the, of helping the conditioned souls and paying the bills is just like a side thing that I have to do as a grahasta, but it's, it's something that you know, he would rather not do. But his main activity is giving the conditioned souls the books. So the more we have that in reality, the more selfless we are. Pray for that <coughs> consciousness more than the other consciousness. Connected to my question was also: Do we lose uh, punya or you know bhakti sukriti when we are proud? Like, for example, I may say I distributed fifty thousand books you know, when I'm going around and telling everybody how great I am or I was. Yeah, you do. You do lose some sukriti. Yeah. Because instead of doing it for the glorification of Krishna, you're doing it for your own glory. And therefore, a lot of devotees that were big book distributors, very successful, got a lot of recognition. It went to their head. And therefore, it wasn't really, you know, it was for Krishna. Some of it was for Krishna, but maybe more of it was for their own aggrandizement, for their own glorification. So it's a fine line, you know, this, our subtle desires also. So book distribution is also good. If we, if we go out there with a mentality of just trying to get some name and fame, then Krishna is very good at, at humbling us. If you have that mentality, then Krishna may be very merciful to you and send you a lot of no's for our purification. Send you a lot of no's. So it's, it's very interesting when you're really sincerely trying to give them Prabhupada's books and then so many people come and take books. It's amazing. But if you're not in the right mentality, then it's amazing how many people don't take books and how many no's you get. You know. So the no's give impetus to take shelter of Krishna, please, Krishna. I'm sorry I was not in the right mentality. Please forgive me and help me to have the right mentality. And therefore there's a verse in the Srimad Bhagavatam. I'll end with this. And by the way, if any of you would like to receive emails 
from me. I send out a lot of really in, uh, interesting and encouraging stories from book distributors from around the world. Maybe someone can start a piece of paper somewhere. Send it, put it around. Would you email? Make sure it's very clear, otherwise I can't read it. Print it, get a piece of paper and, and a pen, and then pass it. So, where was I before I said that? Okay, mm -hmm. I remember what I was going to say. There's a verse that's very important for helping us to develop humility. We all want to be humble, right? Anybody want to be proud? <laughs> no, we don't want to be proud. So this verse... Prabhupada said as the guide for all devotees of Krishna. For those of you that want to know what it is, it's 10, 14, 8. And Prabhupada never said this about any other verse. And I've chanted this verse thousands of times on book distribution. When it gets difficult, I chant this verse. This is Lord Brahma speaking to Krishna after he had taken his cows and, and cowherd boys. So he understood that he had done something wrong. So he offered prayers to Krishna. And this is one of them. He says to Krishna, always seeking your compassion, always seeking your compassion, thus tolerating all difficulties, as being due to his own past activities, and always serving you with his mind, body, and words, such a devotee is eligible to inherit the kingdom of God. So for a devotee, whenever there's difficulty, just like you may have difficulty, it might be tough. You might get a lot of no's out there. It's like, really, oh my God, I didn't think it would be like this. So you pray to Krishna. Uh, you think maybe I, the way you think maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I offended the devotee. Maybe I wasn't chanting properly. Or, so the devotee always thinks it's something that he did, and therefore he's he's receiving this difficulty. He's receiving this suffering. And he thinks even further. He thinks actually I deserve I deserve much worse. This person only said no to me, but actually he should have slapped me in the head. I'm such a rascal. So the devotee feels that he deserves much worse. If there's any difficulty, he feels it's due to his own past activities. And then he continues praying to Krishna, please help me to serve you with my mind, body, and mind. 
He doesn't blame Krishna. He knows it's his nonsense and, and begs for forgiveness and, and begs for service, pure service. He doesn't blame others. He doesn't blame others either. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada, Ki Jai. Transcendental Book Distribution, Ki Jai. Ki Jai.